I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Best Bits of the Week with Morgan. It's listener Q&A time. Where Morgan and a show member answer almost all your questions. We are here, part three. It is listener Q&A time. Scuba Steve is with me this weekend. You feeling ready for this? Oh, I'm always ready. We stay ready. That's what we we just came on here, like right before this. And we were like, stay ready. Hell yeah. (laughs) Steady ready, fast, steady, ready, netty. Keep up and rock steady. (laughs) If I like Scuba, keep going. He's going to throw some cuss words and then I'm going to have to beat a lot of stuff. So <laughs> let's dive in. Jessica would like to know how you met your wife. Like, how was it a bit? What happened? Jessica, and did she leave where she is listening from? She didn't. God, Jessica! <laughs> so the shorthand version of it, because it's quite a long story. Uh, I was living in San Francisco. I was going through a divorce, went through all that stuff. And then on a morning show called The JV Show... On Wild 94.9 in San Francisco. And as any show, they love content. And so going through a divorce was a whole storyline and talking about that and getting me to cry on air and all, all the, <laughs> go through all the emotions and feelings. And we, it was a very heavy uh, woman audience. I always say feel weird when I say female because it's so clinical. Yeah. Like male, female. Male, female. Yeah, like no one really walks around like... Well, that's how it is on like doctor's things. So. Like, hey, female. It's like more like, hey, what's up, woman? What's up, what's up male? What's up, girl? What's up, male? Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like I'm talking to the mailman. What's up, male? Exactly, yeah. So I always... When I, when I go to say female, I'm always like, this sounds weird. Like, no... Do women call women females? Like, is nah, that a thing? No, no, no. Women, ladies, girl. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So a heavily uh, woman audience, girl audience. <laughs> All of that sounds weird now. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> but, but it's an audience that really is drawn towards like the relationships and all these kind of the storylines. And so we had the whole storyline of me going through a divorce and talking about the cheating and all that stuff. 
And within that, then it pivoted into, all right, now enough time has been and has passed through the divorce. Let's get him back out there and let's get him dating. And let's start that whole saga. And so in that process, they did many different things. We would do things like at, um, we had an event called Girls Night Out where it was literally all women. And like everyone there's a woman except for people who are working. And um, which was really awesome <laughs> when you're single. <laughs> you're like, this is how it works. Why, hey, why, why haven't we done something for like, me? Like that's good, but like, of course, men. A bunch of dudes, yeah. yeah. You, there's a lot of guys here in Nashville. We could do something like that. I think the reason why they don't do it anymore in San Francisco was because they got in illegal trouble because then guys were upset that they couldn't be there because they were segregating men and it was only women. And I'm like, but the whole premise of it was was to give women a night out. It's a bit, people. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. That it. That's it. And it costs no money. It was free entry. You just had to call into the station, be like, "Hey, what's your name? All right, Sarah. Plus two. We'll see you there at the Sound Factory on Friday." Yeah, it was th that simple. But 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 what we did for the guys though was at some point we had to open up the club because it was a massive club. And then once it hit, I think like 11 p.m. and all the girls were sloshed. Then it was like a, a hunting fest. That would be why and you guys probably have legal troubles. Bunch of guys. They don't think it was in. that it was just girls. I think you have legal <laughs> problems because of what you just said. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stop there before we dive any further. Yeah, but anyways, talk to me about your wife. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so then it kind of got into me do, getting me out there in many different ways to date, and then one of the ways was we talked about it on air, and then we were getting giving women my email address and the station contacts and send in you know your picture or whatever it is, and I was getting. People were calling in and emailing and stuff on so I think back then it was just Facebook and Instagram had just started. MySpace? MySpace was definitely was dying or dead. <laughs> okay. Or Justin Timberlake was trying to revive it and didn't work out. Gotcha. But I feel like the biggest well, Twitter. Twitter was really Twitter was massive. Mm -hmm. Twitter was massive. Facebook was kind of like eh, it was kind of on the end of like going towards the older demographic. And Instagram was still being figured out, but it was mostly just posting pictures of food and buildings. Yeah. So that you they would contact me in many different ways. Mostly it'd be either women or like um, sons or like people be like, Hey, you should go out with my mom or you should go out with my love aunt. that. We love it. Some of them were like, okay. And some are like, okay. <laughs> I do get a lot of moms in my DMs. You're like, you're perfect for my son. I was like, I don't know that I should be labeled as perfect yeah. for anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love y'all. <laughs> Thanks so much for thinking of me. Yeah. But I'm going to pass. And then, so a lot of different things came through. And then one of them was an email from my wife and it was very, very like, because most of them were like over the top or they were too much or it was, we talked to them on the air and we'd call them and set it up interviews mm -hmm. and stuff. And then one of them was my wife and she was just very plain and simple. And she was just like, Hey, this is my name. I'm half Filipino and Chinese and white. Um, this is my, my, you know, this is what I, I like this, like that, you know, whatever. Like a dating resume. Yeah. And then just sent me a picture like, like three lines max where some were like a brick. Like it was like just so much. We're just like, Oh my God, you're crazy. Um, and so then, so then I called her and then we brought her on the air and had our first conversation. And then I was so awkward and so nervous. And the guys in the show, Rico and JV had to like help me talk me through it. And then we set up a date. Uh, our first date in JV was supposed to go with me with his mm -hmm. wife, Natasha to go on this first date. And of course he bailed and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and left it to me to do it on my own. And then, so we met up at a bar two blocks from my apartment because my my idea I lived in a really nice part of town Knob Hill and my whole thought process was like oh I'm gonna get her to get a couple of drinks we're gonna come back out to my apartment have, nah, a good, scuba. have a good time and then whatever happens happens I wasn't really thinking at, at the time I wasn't thinking about oh I want to fall back into a, a serious relationship again I want to just date and have fun yeah never did I have any plans of where I am now with this and then we met and we ended up talking the tunnel top bar top of Stockton 
and I think it's post. Anyone that knows where that's at, they're like, oh my God, I don't know where that's at. Talking to you right now. That place is amazing. If you haven't been there, you got to check out the bar. It's sick. So I, so I went in there and we, I met her. I was a little bit late. Oh, even funnier story before all that. We're going to have, this is going to be a long one, huh? <laughs> that is up to you. I, I asked you one question and somehow I've gotten like 10 answers, but I'm rolling with it. What was the initial question? Just so I could make sure I'm how on the same How did you meet track. your wife and how was it a bit? So I do oh. think we have answered that oh, question. I've already answered that. So then, okay. so I can say the rest for another time then I guess. Well, you can't, don't do like a deep tease. I don't know that I'm going to remember that. So just share it, but just condense it. Okay. So that was the answer to Jen. Jessica. Jessica's question. Yeah. Was that. Okay. Essentially the radio bit, emailed, talked to her, went on a date, snowballed into a relationship with family and kids and everything. Love it. Three yes. babies. Here we are. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so the, the, to cap this story off, our first date story, met at the Tunnel Top Bar. We hung out, had a drink. I bought the first round. I bought the second round. And then I knew things were going well when she bought the third round. So she went and bought the third drink. And I was like, oh, I'll get the next one. She's like, or you want to go somewhere else? She's like, no, no, this is great. Let's just stay here. I'll, I'll get the next one. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you sure? And she's like, no, I got it. It's all good. I'm like, all right. So she bought the third drink. And then I think I went back buying the fourth. And she bought the fifth and it was like back and forth. I think by the fifth or sixth drink, we were, you know, but we, it was a span of, I think, four hours. So five or six drinks over four hours wasn't really that big of a deal, but mm -hmm. we were a little tipsy <laughs> and we were just talking and just going over life because, you know, she was at the time, she was someone who listened to the show occasionally. She's like, hey, I, I listen sometimes, but I don't listen all the time. It was just a heritage show in that market. And anyone from the Bay Area had lived there know, knows Doghouse. Doghouse was like effing like iconic on the West coast in the nineties and two thousands. And then it turned to the JV show cause they got in a lot of trouble and they kept one guy and fired the other guy and built a new show. And I was part of the new, uh, version of that. But anyways, <laughs> I just looked, I, no one can see Morgan's face, but her face is like, Holy crap. Where's the end of the story? <laughs> you already answered the question too. I just, I, I was letting you figure it out. You know, yes. I, I'm big on letting people figure it out. So I'll just get, I'll just really qu quickly wrap up the story <laughs> and we go on to the next question. Uh, to end that story, we had a great time, long conversation. If anybody would like to know why Scuba and Lunchbox get along, it's because this is what their stories sound like. I have, I have a story attached with that after Scuba finishes his eighth one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like to go off on tangents and then I can rope myself right back into it. Mm -hmm. and, and like add like all these like fun stories and thoughts. For I people. love all your fun stories and stuff. I just don't want to keep you here forever. I know. I know. I know. I have a lot you of do have, here. you have this wife that you're talking about and three kids at home. So I'm very true. Try to yeah. be respectful of your time. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to wrap that up, we had a great time. And then obviously, and when she left, this is what hooked me when we were leaving. I was like, all right, you know, I live up there just two blocks up the hill past the, the Ritz next to the Fairmont. And she's like, Oh, that's cool. And I was like, uh, all right, so you want to go? She's like, no, no, I'm good. And within like a half a second, she'd already texted like her friends or cousin. And it was her cousin, a friend, and like another cousin. And they rolled up in this like Volkswagen Jetta. And in the same moment of me offering her to come to my spot, she was like, oh, no, it's all good. I'm going to go home now. I was like, oh, okay, you need a ride? Car car rolls up like it was a freaking movie. Rolls up. She looks at me, gives me a side hug, gets in the car and drives off. And I was like, what the heck is going on right now because i want more of that and so she really hooked me in and then it turned to a second date and, and then, yeah i love it yes i love your wife too she's amazing thank you she's pretty badass yeah. okay speaking the story that i wanted to share was okay. when uh we went and filmed lunchbox's coffee bit oh yeah i was along for the ride with scuba and lunch who were in the front of scuba's truck and i was sitting in the back 
And they just kept, they were talking away. Like how you just heard Scuba Talk. Imagine two of them, okay? Imagine two of me going back and forth. Literally two of them back and forth. And I'm just sitting back there like on my phone. I'm listening, but I'm not saying anything because you can't get a word in with these two. We kept asking like, where is she at? You going to say something? Lunchbox is like, Morgan, yeah, you agree? You back there? I'm like, yeah. And then they just start talking again. I was like, well, okay, I'm not going to share that. So I I just stopped talking. So that was uh, how our... Our relationship goes outside of the studio. Everybody always wants to know behind the scenes and how things yeah. work. <laughs> and that's you it. get scuba and lunch in a room. You don't. You don't get to be. You get to be a spectator. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not a participant. <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny. It's, it's entertaining. It. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna move on to Kayla, okay. who wants to know how it was like working from home, being snowed in with your family. Kayla, no city either. No, some of them did. Kayla. A few of them did. They had a girl Actually, I'm pretty name. sure there's only two on here that did. Okay. Jeez, people. She I even wrote said, it too. And I saw it. You put name and where you're asking your question from. Yeah, it's okay. I used to date a girl named high, in high school named Kayla. Well, I don't oh, think this is that Kayla. Probably not her. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> that one didn't end well. Okay, Kayla. Yes. What was How was your snow day your family? <laughs> I was snowing with the family. Yeah. It was cool like the first day because this happened two years ago where the same thing happened. Same stretch of road gets iced over and nothing can do about it. And I'm not looking to And Lunchbox is like, well, you got the biggest truck on the show, four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive has nothing to do with anything when you're driving on a sheet of ice. Yeah, especially it down a hill. And down a hill mm-hmm. into an embankment and, a, and like a 14-foot drop-off. Oh, like, yeah. it's just not, what's I the point? I had four-wheel drive and I was still sliding. Like, four-wheel drive helps give you traction. A bit, yeah. But it doesn't. When you got black ice and ice happening, like you're not gripping anything, no, it's yeah. just, you're just free balling it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're sliding all over the place. So it's like, <laughs> so like I went out to go check the road every single day, and I put on um, baseball cleats with the metal spikes in them, mm. so I could so I can grip the ice. That's I, why. That's like a sh- snowshoe. Yes, you were yeah. doing snowshoeing, but with cleats. Yes, and I don't have snowshoes, but I have baseball cleats because I was a baseball coach. So I had these cleats, and I would be able to walk on the ice, and I was walking pretty fast. And I was like, people were driving by or walking by, I'm like. And I was like, oh, it's the metal cleats. And so I would check it every day and it just was consistent. And then and then it rained and then it melted and then it all would freeze every night. And it mm-hmm. kept getting like thicker and thicker layers. And I was like, oh, my God, we're never going to be able to leave here. So I enjoyed the first couple of days because it was nice to be around family and they don't have school either. My wife works from home. So it was like all of us at home. But it was tough because then it was like my wife and I going back and forth. I'm like, OK, I have to be on with this part of my job from five to eleven and then at 11, then you can come in the office and then I'll go out and switch and then I'll watch the kids, but like have my laptop up and just you know maintain my emails and requests mm-hmm. and things that come through. And then we'll flip back again because I got to go back in there and have a little bit of grinding time. So it was kind of cool for a while. I got a little routine, but then after a while you have cabin fever, yeah. you start to run out of food and then you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna eat my third child and <laughs> or my dog who's 17, but the meat's gonna be really okay. weird and old and tough. Why did you have to go there? Like, <laughs> listen, I, I was okay with the child because like y'all are weird and you guys talk about that a lot, but the dog, what did the dog hey, do? I watched a video that Snoop Dogg posted the other day talking about animal. Did you see that? No, I don't. Do you think I would watch that video? Well, it wasn't like you didn't know what it was. There was a video showing like graphs of all the animals that humans eat. And then it's like, it's like, it starts off with like somebody, like, okay, whatever. And then it gets to one, you're like, oh, goat. Okay. And then it gets to dog. It's like 25 million dogs are consumed a year. Oh, why do you have to? And then the very last one. We're one's, done. And the last one. You like, and I are done right and then, now. And then it's like 25 million dogs are. are it's because of China and Korea. Yeah. Asian. Yeah. Where it, they it, eat, different cultures they, eat, yeah. eat different food. I mean, if you're in a place where you can't afford the means to have like the, what we have, cows, chickens, 
all the basics, lambs. Lamb was also high on the list too, like in the billions. I'm like that people, many people eat lamb. Yeah, that also makes me sad. They're little babies. I know. Okay, we're done. And chicken was the highest, which which made the most sense. We're done with this crap. Yeah, dogs I'm gonna cry. Like, 25 million I'm dogs literally, are consumed. Okay, why do you have but to again, keep repeating it? I guess I want to just put out there that other countries can't afford the delicacies we have, so they have to just. There's meat on the on. There's a running dog running around. It's okay. Just it's just like when someone shoots a turkey or a chicken. I can't even watch dogs dying in movies, Scuba. You think I can keep dealing with this graph? But when your family needs to eat and there's nothing available, I'm gonna pull under. You're in the Philippines and there's you have no money. The there goes a dog, healthy dog. You grab it. Oh my god, I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> we do things of like who's gonna be eaten, okay. what person first. We're gonna take apocalypse. a quick break. <laughs> All right, you're done. You got, you got cut off. You're done. We're you're, moving, you're crazy. We're moving into the next question. All right, next question. Laura would like to know if you've ever been arrested. Laura with no damn city. No, I, I told you there's only like Laura. two of these. Laura, Jessica, and Kayla. You had one, At least you remembered all the names. You Have you ever been arrested? I've been arrested. I've been close many different times, and I've been in the back of a cop car one time. And I feel like I told that story once before, but if I haven't, I'll give you a very shorthand version. We used to do these videos in my neighborhood. It sounds like Lunchbox oh, is the same thing, too. No, we talked about this on The Best Bits. I remember this story. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we do like this whole skit. This is before Jackass. We do this whole skit of like someone skating, and it was very elaborate. One person would fall over and trip, and then a car would pull over, and then we try to get them to help Matt, and they get out, oh, you're an idiot, uh, whatever. We record it. We did a bunch of other things like. And if you want to hear that full extended story, you need to keep listening to the best bits. Yeah, it's a, last it's a time we talked. It, it was an extensive story. story we talked about. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was a hilarious time doing it. But then one time we got caught, and I was the guy that, that got that was staying back because mm-hmm. I was one of the plants, and I didn't move fast enough. And I saw a cop, <laughs> and I was the only one that had like a conscience. And I was like, well, I guess I shouldn't <laughs> run because there's a cop here. Because then I'm like, if you run, then you're running from the cops. But everyone ran except for me. You had that freeze mode, you know, or yeah. you're like in fight or flight. Yeah. You or it's fight, fight, f- freeze. You were yeah. freeze. <laughs> well, I was freezing. I was like, uh, and I think the cop felt bad for me because he's like, everyone else ran off, mm-hmm. and he's like, clearly this is the one kid that has a conscience. And knows, okay, a cop's coming up. Don't run. Yeah, or and he so, just panicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or that. But I was, but I was like, I think I was thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, thirteen or fourteen. Oh, that was the source. I told you, we we bought a car for five hundred bucks yeah. and drove around hitting Yeah, it was a whole. I'm telling you, oh, we yeah. like extensively got it. This yeah. story because it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was when I was in the back of the cop car. I brought it back to my house. My grandma was there. Thank God, my mom wasn't home. I just remember like just bawling because I was so nervous that I was going to go to jail. But you can't go to jail when you're fourteen. But yeah, that's the only time. I've ever been that because I don't know if I could physically or mentally handle being arrested, like being held down with cuffs and all that. Oh, yeah. I think I'd lose my crap. Like, I don't know how I'd be able to handle it. Yeah, I'm not a lawbreaker. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I always did stupid things, like stupid things. Yeah. But like, I couldn't be like a genuine thief or like a, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, we, we got to- into, into pools when we shouldn't have. And I ran away when I shouldn't have. And Dumb crap. Yes. But like a genuine like law breaking, I could never. I am the worst liar, the worst like I would give myself up so fast. I'd be like, yeah, no, I did it. That, that was me. me. That was yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was totally me. Yeah, you're like <laughs> me. You wouldn't you. run and you'd stay back and you'd probably rat everyone out. <laughs> I wouldn't rat anybody out. I, just, I can't talk right yeah. now. But that was me. I yeah. was there. <laughs> I'll take the fall. Yeah, I didn't rat anyone else out. I didn't rat out Brent, Mauricio, or any of the other guys. Well, now you did. Well, now I did. It was too late though. Such a limitations. <laughs> From well over 10 That's years. Fair. Okay. Well over. Okay. Mackenzie would like to know. There's no state school. Mackenzie, okay. Jessica, Kayla. If we have any new hobbies, because she's trying to find things to do besides going to the bars, <laughs> which she I is, get it. Girl, I get it. 
But she needs a new hobby. And she would like new us. hobbies and wants to know if we have any new ones that she could maybe try. I mean, my mall walking is the thing. I'm walking. I saw that. Yeah, you're doing a lot of walking. But I'm not trying, at the mall, man. though. What are you well, going to go to the I mall do, and do? I love going to the mall. Actually, that is a new hobby. I have me and my friends now. We like to yeah. go and hang out at the mall. We're bringing that back. Okay. Yeah. So that has been a thing. I love the mall. I the am mall. genuinely also mall walking. Okay, good. I just mall rock mall? around the studio. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So, you go there before the mall opens when like all the gates are down and everything? Oh, no. No, oh, I go. That's I, when you're a true mall walker. Well, you can't get in there when yes, it's you closed. Can. Yeah, you can get in the mall. The mall opens. Let's say the mall opens at 10. Every mall opens 30 minutes before that. Oh, I didn't. Four mall okay, walkers. 30, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so you go there 30 minutes earlier. You well, I go there all the time before it opens because I've, like, during COVID, there was nowhere really to go. So mm. we would go to the mall and just walk around, let the kids run around. There was nobody there. I need to look into that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I would do that. Oh, yeah. The Altamont yeah. Mall where I grew up, all the old people, every time you'd get there, right? Because I had to go there earlier to get, like, shoe drops or shoes that would come out. And there'd be this old couple at 930 just in their freaking tracksuit. Walking. And at the end of it, they go get a little ice cream, a little ice dream from Chick-fil-A in the, in the mall food court. Oh, and they'd I go love home. them. Don't yeah. even know them and I love them. I know. They're so, probably not allowed So anymore. mall walking. Yeah, Genuinely mall walking. like outside and inside. Yeah, okay. Walking. Hobby for hobby. me. Man, I don't even know if I even have time for a hobby. Um, <laughs> I coach my ba- my son's basketball team and we're and we're, we're on a two-game win streak this season. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a hobby could be um, being getting involved in sports, whether it be you playing the sport, like adult rec leagues. Rec leagues are so much fun. I've been yeah. trying. I've been trying to get us on Kick the show ball. to play softball forever. I've been trying to get my friends to play softball, yeah. volleyball. I've been trying everything. And you know what has it happened in the seven years I've lived in Nashville? No, not one dang time. Well, when does softball? I imagine it's going to be coming up soon, right? Yeah. When is it? Can we do that for us? I've tried. I've literally even prepped it and been yeah, like, I would like to our show to play on a league. Well, this time we should do it. Well, nobody nobody seems to want to. <laughs> we should just put, put it together and then make everyone sign up. And if they don't sign up, then we'll just go get other people to sign up with us. Yeah, but who we gonna, who else are we going to get to sign up? Your well, kids? No. So we can't have them play? No, no. They're good at basketball, not softball. <laughs> yeah, so who else are we going to get so to we get, sign so up? I know for sure I would be in. You would be in. Lunchbox. Lunchbox would be in. Probably like kick off Kevin and Pitts. Kevin and Pitts. Okay. Ray, I don't eh. think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's sketchy. You never know. know what he's gonna Abby do. Maybe. Abby, Abby, maybe was six. six. Abby. I think Amy might. Not she's guarantee. Been tra- yeah, but she's yeah, been, but she's, she's that's we're looking at six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're looking at six right now. How okay. many people do you need on a team? I think you need like ten. Well, think about it. You have all the. You need to have all the bases, all your positions covered. Six. So then we then now go through and find four country singers. Mm. To do it, I do like that. Okay, we find I, let that, me see what we can sign up, and I'll get us. I'll see whoever wants to join, and we're gonna do it this year. Yeah, like we can get Chris Young on our team. He's really tall. Okay, and probably strong. Riley Green's actually the really good. Riley Green's really good. He's, I was player. on his team last time. Yeah, but like I don't know that we're all good to keep up with his good. I know. You but know also what I mean? think of people who are not busy and not yeah, all the country artists are kind of busy. I know, especially because it becomes travel season, right? If you are in the industry or you live in Nashville, maybe you want to play on our team. Let us know. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe we get other people in the building that want to play. That's true, too. But then it becomes not Bobby Bone Show. Then it becomes Who cares? I Heart Media Nashville. Well, we've tried to do Bobby Bone Show Nashville. Yeah, it's true. Maybe, it's, maybe that's what we do. Maybe F um, that. Maybe Scratch. We just do the cluster. Yeah. And then we invite people up, upstairs from the pop station and the Love rock it. station. The just beat. Have a little See, I like this. There you go. Boom. See, that's, a, that's a good hobby. Uh, also, cooking. I picked up hook, cooking. I yeah. love it. That keeps me uh, entertained at home. Okay. Like trying new recipes and like staying in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I also binge watch movies. That's a hobby. Like I'll binge watch movie series. 
like, movies, like that's like how a I saga? got into Marvel. Okay. Like I watched all 23 in a row. Then I watched all nine of the Star Wars movies. And then I watched all of the, uh, what was the other one I did? I did so many of them. I can't keep tracking. Them. You've watched a lot of movies. Have you I watched Mission Impossible? Have you watched the usual suspects yet? The usual. When did you tell me about that one? I mean, like probably four or five different best the bits. The usual suspects. Yeah. It's got Kevin Spacey in it. It's got. Um, I don't think. I think you talked about that on the, the ball main show. I don't think we talked about that here. You talked to me about another one that was a sci-fi that I did try and watch with Tom Hanks and I couldn't get into it. What? I know. I did try that one though. How long? And how I had to run it. How far did you get into it? <laughs> I was like 45 minutes or an hour. Are you serious? And I couldn't get into it. You gave up on it? Yeah. Did you not understand what it was doing? No, I did understand. I just like wasn't vibing with it. It wow. could have been my mood, but I even rented it. Like I think I paid wow. $5 to watch Oh my God. It. You still gave up on it? <laughs> yeah. I did you even get it. to the payoff? I tried. Wow. I don't think it had good reviews though either. Excuse Cloud me. Atlas. Yeah, well, because most reviewers are washed no, up like losers. A, I'm talking about the, the, <laughs> the crowd review, not the, not, I'm not talking about the critics review. Oh, yeah. Audience right. score. Yeah, critics are just mad they couldn't make their own movies. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm talking about what audience score? What are you talking about? Uh, other hobbies, volunteering. Okay, other hobby, yeah. Like, I volunteer at a retirement home with Remy. We're a therapy animal team, and I love doing that. Volunteering makes you feel good. I used to just go to the the shelters and just walk around look at the dogs. You could go take thing. shelter dogs on walks. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to walk around, yeah. just check them out, look look at them, and I'd find dogs that were like the star pets that were about to be euthanized, and I would want to hang out with them for a little bit. And then my thinking was, if I would be really in fact about a certain dog, maybe someone walking by, would go, oh, I want that one because he seems interested into it. Mm-hmm. So I would I would perp- I wouldn't go there and walk the dogs. I purposely would go there to make people want to donate a dog. Because I was interested in it. To dog. adopt a dog. To adopt a dog, yeah. What did I say? Donate a dog. Oh. <laughs> Definitely not the same thing. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would purposely try to do like this mind trick of, of like getting people to want to mm-hmm. adopt, adopt the dog. Uh-huh. Yes. And I it works it. sometimes. Like, mostly on the star pets because those are the ones that are older and they're about to be t- put down. So I was like, maybe this is some sort of psychological trick where I can get people to want to donate dogs. Mm-hmm. Or, god dang it, adopt dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you donate a All dog? All right, we're going to take another quick oh, break boy. here before Scuba tries to donate something else. We have two more questions. <laughs> All right, here's your ones that shared where they're from, Scuba, okay? Erica in Texas. Texas. Wants to know the one thing you miss about working in California and the one thing you hate about working in Tennessee. Uh, well, one the first thing that comes <laughs> off to my mind is the fact that you can't roll over vacation days. Like, that's so stupid. The state of California and a lot of other states have it to where... Oh, I was like, what? Why did that change? Yeah, it's never been a thing here in Tennessee because it's a right-to-work state and it's so ass-backwards and run by a bunch of old white people. Why do you have to cuss? Now uh, I gotta beep you. Ah, it's ass. You could say ass. Oh, don't repeat it three... Like badass. Bro, that is six <laughs> times I'm gonna have to beep you Are out. you serious? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can, just I can tell you right in... now it's not a problem. Okay, well, six beeps. I find it out. <laughs> <laughs> Because you just keep, you just kept going. <laughs> but it's like when you say jackass, like a donkey. Scuba. That's okay. Now I have seven. That's not one you have to There's believe. There's little kids that listen to us. Yeah, but their parents are way worse than I am. Okay, go All on right. with your story. So yeah, so it's so stupid because the fact that you, it's you. So Tennessee doesn't understand, and a lot of other states do, and California is one of them. That your vacation days are a benefit that you have accrued because you worked to accomplish those and have those. And other states roll over into the next year and the next year and the next year. And I think at some point it caps and it's like, you can't roll over anymore, but you don't lose them here. This is a, you don't use them, you lose them. And I'm like, what? 
So my vacation, if I don't use it by the end of the year, it's gone. It just disappears. And I start fresh at the beginning of every, of every new year. And I'm like, what? Those are mine. I've earned those. You can't take them from me and just disappear. Those are mine. Because also, if you were to leave a job or quit a job or get fired, they pay you out for all your outstanding vacation days. And so when I left in San Francisco to move to LA, I quit my job and I had like, I had rolled over like eight weeks of vacation. So I had like a fat check to roll with me to LA to live off of for a little bit. And when I moved here, I, uh, I think my first year we went into 2021 or whatever. And I was like, well, my vacation days are all gone. And I was like, what? And I had to do some research. And I was like, what kind of old ass rule? Oh, God. Beeps. <laughs> what kind of old rule is this? <laughs> Archaic 19, well, 27 rule. That okay. and the fact that the marijuana is illegal is just mind blowing. Okay. I mean, so like, it was kind of like something you loved about California and now why it got it. Okay. Yeah. What was the question about work though? Yeah. Like one thing you missed about working in Oh, weed has nothing to do with work, by the way. So I probably should just ex- I don't feel out. like you're actually listening to these questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's you okay, guys right? love when we get unhinged and man, yeah. is it unhinged today? Um, I think, <laughs> I think, what do I miss from there to there? The uh, well, one thing for sure is the cluster I worked at before, everyone was there, so it was like there was more of like a environment. You mean you weren't secluded at a basement and everybody forgot about you? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Understand. Yeah. So it was kind of cool in the Burbank office because all the stations were there, all the shows were there. You'd see mm-hmm. everyone, and it was kind of it was pretty cool. And it was also cool because then other shows like Big Boy Show would have a bunch of like hip hop artists come through, so you'd have the game come through, and you'd have like all these people. Come. You're like, oh, this is so cool. Um, so you kind of here we don't have that because like you said we're in a basement locked up and everyone's forgotten about us yeah we're like the ugly stepchild i know it doesn't so i was like that kind of sucks so you lose like that feeling i know some people don't want it they like being left alone i like it to a certain degree but you kind of lose that feeling of uh synergy and the mm-hmm. culture also nobody canceled me for saying that that came from cinderella what's that for saying the ugly stepchild i'm sure there's a reason i'm oh, not supposed to say that fine. anymore but it came it's from a, cinderella yeah it's fine yeah it probably isn't. So sorry. You're fine. You're dwelling on something that doesn't even matter. <laughs> Scuba, I get canceled for Me my bangs every day. Problem, okay. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. But I think that'd be the, that'd be the biggest thing would be would be that without getting too much into like my my personal beliefs or thoughts or feelings of one to the other. I think that'd be the biggest thing is just the lack of culture within clusters from from well, burbank hopefully that to will change in 2024 i think it will well, we are moving to a new studio allegedly at the end of the year so that could play into that again which is cool I, I i like being in an environment where everyone's around and we see everyone and i've always been the one in, in all my previous markets like when we we're a pop station going up against a hip-hop station and we're in the same building i like i can't believe you're, you're over there talking to big vaughn or or chewy from the i'm like i don't really care like yeah, we go up against him in the ratings, but I, I like him and he likes me. And You're still technically on the same team in a way. Yeah, well, we're still mm-hmm. in the same company and everything yeah. and we're still playing for the same whatever. But like, It's also just cool to be nice. Yeah, that too, yeah. And I always enjoyed being around other people and other, I just, I don't know, I just like people. Yeah. And so I was we're always- people people. Yes. And so I just never understood that. So I like the cluster, I like the environment. Um, that'd be the work thing. Would be okay. the one biggest thing from that to the other without getting too like- Love it. Granular and, and you, offending anyone. Yeah, no more, no more beeps. <laughs> and no more have beeps. nine. Beeps. Okay. Beep, beep. Last one. We're going to end on with Ashley from Ohio. Ashley, Ohio. She wants to know the best piece of advice we've ever received. Best piece. I would say in for me, being a father, and when, when I got it, it, sent, it was so cliche. And you're like, oh, my God, whatever. And it is cliche, but it totally is true, especially if you have kids. 
or your kids or you've or i don't know whatever i'll just say it the, the best <laughs> Well, I was set it up. Who gives a crap? I almost said the S word. Is crap okay with you? Yeah. It's not me. It's the little children that are listening. Well, like, for example, in the Bay Area, people say hella. Okay, that's fine. But it's not fine, though, because then kids will walk around saying hecka. Okay. Because they can't say hella. It says hell. So they say, oh, that's hecka uncool. Like, hecka uncool. And I was like, just say hella. And he goes, I can't say hella. Well, you just said hella. Anyways, so <laughs> my piece of- I can't beep all that. So y'all are on your own out there. But even Gwen Stefani has a song called Hella, right? Like Hella Cool or something. Are you talking about Hella Back Girl? Ho- no, that's Hella. She has a song called Hella, right? I Gwen don't Stefani? Know. Anyways. This has nothing to do with advice, Scuba. I know, but we're talking about cuss words. Oh my goodness. Um, her song Hella Good. Hella Good. Remember that one? Yeah. Do you really remember that one? I do. No, okay. I do. You got me feeling hella good. Okay. Ooh, so just keep. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> you share your piece of advice. Now? My piece of advice is to not let me talk. My piece <laughs> of advice is uh, that I got from some a lot. It's mostly a lot of parents that were like me now in this position. They'd come and tell me, and they'd be like, "Dude, you got to just slow down and enjoy the small moments, the little things in life, and try to soak up every moment." And be there for everything you can be for your kids. Because it all, Kenny Chesney says it the best. Don't blank. Look at you with a country music reference. No, none of the words ever don't blink is the title of the song. But I know that it's true. My son, I literally, you blink, he was an infant. And now he's freaking five and a half turning six. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in kindergarten. He's playing basketball. And it's like, wow. And then I could see all the different layers of children too because i have one that's five i have one that's three and then i have one that's one so i'm seeing all the stages of life in that time frame that i've seen and have been able to experience and i was like holy crap it's the people are right like slow it down try to be there try to be pre- be present mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is we all want to just dick around on our phones and look around that one's okay <laughs> hey richard I'm, there's no judgment from me i know i know i know um <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> just be present. Just be present. Okay. Well, the lyrics go, don't blink. Just like that. You're six years old. And you take, I don't think I have the rhythm right because now I'm all thrown off. Now you're seven you years old. And you wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart becomes your wife. Yep. There you go. Started to look, sound like lunchbox. Okay. Yeah, but that would be my biggest advice for parents or people who, who are who are new parents or people who are who want to become a parent. When that happens, be present. Put your phone down. When there's times that you're supposed to be doing family time, do family time. Focus mm-hmm. on that because when you're at work, you're at work. When you're at home, you should be at home because they will grow. And then then I, I see it from my mom. She's like, she looks at me. And she's like, oh my god, you're almost forty. Like holy crap, it used to be that, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I get that perspective and I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's right. They're right. Everyone has told me is totally right. Just chill. So I've been really trying. I've been doing that, but I've been trying to do it even more. Because now that I'm like, oh my god, I just had my last kid. Like that's it. So this last kid that now just started walking. Like, that's the last kid that's ever gonna walk. And all these things. So it's just like, oh my god, it's so much. So much to where I'm like, man, I want to quit my job and just stay at home. No, be a <laughs> and just raise my kid. I would love to be a stay at home dad. Scuba. Oh my god, it'd be so cool. But I don't have the funds to be able to be a stay at home dad. So yeah. 
society. Many of us do, you know. Oh, a lot of us do. People who like make a lot of money do. Okay, but th- there's not a lot of us. Yeah, <laughs> I said I don't think a lot of us. Yeah, do. So there's a good percentage, and those yeah. people don't even take time off and be with their kids. You're like, you know? wow. But I have the perspective that if I had the money, I would definitely take the money and invest it into me just being able to be with my family. That'd be the ultimate win. But you're that's a good dad. Impossible. You're a good dad. Yeah. I hope you know that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. What would be your best piece of advice? The the one that sticks out to me, it was when I was dealing with my bullying situation in high school. And the this was so ironic. I hated math. It was my worst subject. But the math teacher really became like my safe haven uh-huh. during like school period, classing, like when you were passing in the hallways and stuff, I would always like duck out and I would hide in her classroom until like I had to walk to class and everybody was no longer in the hallways. Yeah. Can I unearth or uncover what was, what, why, did, why would they bully you? Um, so I had, I was part of a cheerleading team and it was actually girls that I had been friends with like my whole, yeah, like as far as I remember, right? Like my whole career of schooling and we were all good friends, but something just happened. Like one day I had walked in and like one of the girls, I was a flyer uh-huh. on the cheer team and one of the girls told another one, like, I hope she falls on her face and dies. Oh my God. And Amongst other things, but that was the one that always like still sticks out literally in my brain yeah. every day. But I was a flyer. And so I was having to trust these people to put me in the air. Now you're worried if they're going like, to make you fall on your face and die. Literally. Yeah. So like it became this whole thing that happened on the cheer squad. There, There is a map. There, there's so much more to it. But that's where it begun. Wow. And so probably some sort of jealousy or some sort of something. Oh, yeah. And my high school principal at the time, who was a idiot, uh-huh. um, thought it would be a good idea for us to all be in a room and us confront it head on. Yeah. When and. When you do that with girls, it doesn't work, okay? Yeah. It's just not how girls operate. Especially teenage girls. They're not, they're not mature adults where they're going to no. be able to listen and have a conversation. So I had to sit there in front of my bully and say, yeah. why do you not like me? Yeah. That was what I had to ask. And to which she responded, I just don't. Yeah. It was the most unproductive thing. And all it did was make everything worse. Yeah. And I'm sitting here still confused on why this is happening. And now I don't have any further help. And now I just got made fun of more. Well, yeah, now they hate you even more now because now you went to the principal and they're like, you freaking. It, it was horrible. Like the way my school, it was all horrible. Yeah. So this math teacher who, miss, she's now Miss Manning or she was Miss Manning. I can't remember which she one's married her. Peyton? No, no, oh, no, no. Her, cool. she was Miss Manning when I went. Okay. And now, gosh, now I can't remember her last name now. But um, she was literally like my safe haven. Yeah. For those school passings because people had begun spreading even more rumors about me and it just became a really horrible place to be. Yeah. And so I would sit in that room, but she would always like talk to me. It wasn't like I just, you know, stay in there and hide. She always talked to me. And the thing she always told me was like, you should not care about what any of these people say about you. Yeah. She's like, I know that it hurts and I know that it sucks, but these people are clearly envious of who you are as a person. And that is all this is. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing that's going to change. And we would have those conversations often. Because as a girl in her teens and high school going through like the worst thing you could possibly think of. Yeah. All I'm sitting there is like, why is this happening to me? What did I do? Yeah. And I took it all on. I took on all the pain. And all she was trying to do was take it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that advice has carried me through my entire life, especially now being like in the public eye and people always having opinions about what I do. Of course, yeah. Like, why would I care? And I don't like the thick skin that I have now. Holy crap. Because in high school, that girl didn't. There, yeah. the, I, nobody's born with thick skin. 
Nobody wants no, to know. be made fun of. You unfortunately have to go through those things to to get thick mm-hmm. skin. Yeah. And now I can see them. 99.9% of the time I can see them and I'm laughing. And I can have sassy responses and I can be funny. Yeah. But before, that would ruin me. Yeah. Like, so her talking me through that and just instilling at me at such a difficult time, like, this is why you will eventually not care. This is why I'm trying to help you through not caring right now. Uh-huh. And that has stayed with me. When she was your life. teacher, was she like an older teacher, younger? Uh, what oh, was no, she? she was young. Oh, cool. She so she young. So she may have been through a recent experience, probably, or experience very similar to when mm-hmm. she was in high school. You know, and it, it's crazy, too. She's now the guidance counselor because oh of that oh, situation. Wow. That's cool. Literally, she went back to school or she took classes. I'm not sure uh-huh. what happened. But she went back to become the guidance counselor because of how bad the situation, how it was handled. And was like, I never want somebody else to go through this again. Wow. That's pretty incredible in the sense that she almost she found her calling. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to fix this because this principal or whoever runs this is not going to be able to do it right. Yeah. And that's she still so is. Cool. She's still a guidance counselor today. I go that's back. Awesome. I see her often. Like, love her. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a great piece of advice. Because even like all of us, I think even as adults too, you still get stuck. You get stuck in your head. But especially mm-hmm. when you're in middle school and high school. Oh my gosh. Are you... You are all up in your head and you think all these things and nine times out of 10, some people aren't even thinking that or the ones who are thinking it aren't even worth your time. Mm -hmm. Like who cares? And then when you look at at the whole grand scheme of life, high school is a blip in time compared to the rest of your life. Now, granted, a lot of my traumas probably blocked a lot of it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But I couldn't tell you like half the things that happened in high school now. Yeah. So. Because it doesn't really matter. No, like I, I. it sucks that I still have to remember the really crappy ones. Like yeah. the fact that I can still remember the exact words that that woman said about me. Yeah. Sucks. But most of it, I'm like, I I don't know what I did on a Friday night. The thing that I was probably yeah. so, wor- I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. But it was, it was such a very pivotal, important piece of advice to receive at a very moment in time in my life that was changing. Yeah. So. Most definitely. And to have been able to hear or to have that, filter and i'm trying to still it in my kids of like who like who cares and also always be kind to everyone because you never know what someone's going through at home mm-hmm. with their family or whatever and and you and if someone's i just always think like full perspective of, of of people you just don't know and so for you to go after them and attack them for something because of your insecurities or because you're whatever like it's just not worth it Mm-mm. it's not worth it because then that person goes home and then, and their home life already sucks. Now their school life sucks. Now everything sucks. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like, come on guys. Yeah. And that whole hurt people, hurt people is really, really true. Yeah. Like hurting people are hurt, hurt pe- people. Of course. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Those are, we had, those are two great pieces of advice. Look at us. Yeah. High five. Hell yeah. I'll bring it in. Come we on. Come on. Oh, that was, well, was an audible high five, too. too. Okay. <laughs> you put your hand up, and I think you got just my fingers, and that fit your whole hand in it. It really did. <laughs> <such a little, laughs> your hand versus my hand. It's like Shaquille O'Neal versus everyone else in the world. All right. <laughs> oh. Before Scuba keeps comparing himself to Shaq, Scuba, tell people where they can find you on all Well, I've got some stuff. new information, Morgan. <laughs> you I now have three social media accounts. You can find me on. Twitter X, you can find me on Instagram, and you can find me on. He did it, guys. TikTok. He did it. He's whispering because he's so ashamed of his actions. So ashamed of my actions. I feel like such a loser. No. I'm on TikTok. You did it. Scuba Steve Radio S U B A S T V R I D I O. 
Scuba Steve Radio. There he is. Go wow. hang out with him. Follow him. He'll, I'm sure he'll be posting his shoes stuff very short. Yes, I'm working on a really cool short, video. Very short. Yes, for shortly. Shortly short. Shoes for Yes, I'm working on a really cool shoe video, and I'm also working on my own show. All right. Well, it's already already done, but I'm just waiting for things to get put together. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I've been waiting for two years. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Woo! Go follow the show at Bobby Bone Show. You can also follow me at Web Girl Morgan. That is all. We are done, Scuba. Yeah, we are. This was not short. It was not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other two parts this weekend. Go follow the show on all social platforms. At Bobby Bones Show. And follow at Webgirl Morgan. To submit your listener questions for next week's episode. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.